Hi, this is Lyndon from Refresh Ministries. Welcome to another Quick Tips for Ministry podcast. Today I'm going to talk about caring for your soul. We live in unprecedented times of pressure, especially for those in pastoral ministry right now in North America. We have a new season of pressure and challenge facing us. And this has been going on for some time and shows no quick uh, end in sight. So I want to talk about caring for your soul and four ways that you can do that. I'm going to take my thoughts today from the example of the Lord Jesus Christ, in particular the text we find in Matthew 13, 53 to chapter 14, verse 24. It's really chapter 14 where I'm going to focus the tips from. The earlier passages give us the context. So these for the first verses of this section, though, from Matthew 13 and following, show us that the experiences of life and ministry demand that we care for our soul. The first challenge Jesus was facing was that of rejection and misunderstanding. We see him in Matthew 13, 53 to 58, going to his hometown. And at this point in his ministry, Jesus has already given many proofs of his divinity, yet the hometown crowd could not see it. What a disappointment it must have been for Christ, not only to have them doubt him, but also to restrict his activity. He couldn't heal and demonstrate the power that he wanted to do, wanted to among them. And how often are our souls wounded by rejection, the words and actions of others who turn us away, people who could be helped by the ministry that we have to offer. So these, this is one of the uh, attacks on our soul. A second challenge to the wellness of Christ's soul was the experience of evil events. John the Baptist was a man who Jesus cared about deeply. John was his forerunner, the one who baptized him, the one who understood who Jesus was more than any other person. Yet John was beheaded. A weak-willed king and his wicked wife were to blame. All this happened at a birthday party. Evil isn't supposed to happen at birthday parties, but it did, and the person Jesus loved lost his life. Commentators mentioned that not only did it grieve Jesus because of his loss, but it reminded him of the suffering that awaited him at the cross. And so too for us, sometimes evil things happen in the realm of people we love, sometimes to us, sometimes to people we love, and it's an assault on our soul and it weighs us down. A third challenge to the health of Jesus was relentless demands. After hearing the news about John the Baptist, Jesus was seeking to get alone with his grief, but the crowds hunted him down. They were insensitive to his sorrow. They demanded that he minister to them. They wanted teaching. They wanted healing. They wanted deliverance. Jesus had compassion on them. He ministered to them and even provided them a meal. But his soul is crying out from the pain of rejection and heinous evil, and yet the demands kept coming. People in ministry, you know the demands and how they often come when our own souls are under attack. When we feel a lack of inner resources to handle the requests. While Jesus' soul was being assaulted with heartbreaking rejection, grievous evil, and relentless demands of ministry. And so he needed to care for his soul. And we too are tested in these ways. The question is, how can we keep a healthy soul when we're having these assaults hit us one after another? Well, we can learn a few things from Christ here from his example in 
Matthew 14, verse 22, it says, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. So we see Jesus making four clear decisions to care for a soul. And the first one is, we must learn to clear segments of time for God alone. Jesus sent the disciples across the lake and the 5,000 to their homes so he could be alone with the Father. There are times to send people away so we can care for our own soul. Jesus' example not only teaches the value of sending them away, but the second decision he made was he sought a solitary place. It wasn't enough to send people away. Our Lord went to a place where the crowds wouldn't find him again. He climbed to the mountain and bathed his soul in the presence of his Father. And then we see a third decision that he made, and that was he decided to practice unhurried prayer. From the time Jesus sent away the crowds to when he walked to the disciples on the water, it was about eight or nine hours. And during those hours, he was alone with the Father, pouring out his heart. A final decision, then after these three decisions that we can make, is simply put urgent crisis into perspective. Jesus knew the disciples were on the lake struggling against the waves, yet he left them to it. He did not break communion with the Father for seeming the seemingly urgent matter. He knew that they were struggling, but he also knew they were not drowning. Time with the Father was so essential that he left urgent matters unattended. Urgent matters often call us away from our times of communion with God, but Jesus resisted the call of the urgent to do what was essential for his own spiritual health. And so from Jesus, we learn that we care for our soul by processing the assaults on our soul in the presence of God. In the model of Christ, we not only learn why we need to care for our soul, but also how to do it. Jesus was ruthless about caring for his soul. Let me ask you, are you? Henry Blackaby wrote, Modern leaders are socialized to think that unless they are constantly in motion, they are unproductive. There is no reason to be embarrassed or apologetic about the need to retreat for an hour, a day, or even a week. Unless it is well with our soul, we are not really able to minister to others with vitality and freshness. I'm sure you have found that. But too often we place importance on activity to the extent that we eliminate effective communion with our Heavenly Father. And so our souls and our ministries suffer the consequences. When we care for our soul, friends, we follow the example of Christ. So his four decisions were simply this. He cleared segments, a segment of time for God alone. Secondly, he went to a solitary place where he wouldn't be interrupted. And thirdly, he practiced unhurried prayer. And fourthly, he put urgent crisis into perspective. I urge you to practice these things so that you can truly say, 
it is well with your soul. Well, God bless you today. Thank you for your service to Christ. Come to refreshministries.org to check out other podcasts that you can enjoy, other resources that can help you. And may God bless you today.